welcome to the conversation. Hello. Hey, uh, we get together every week and we talk about matters of our faith, matters of our religion, uh, our life, yeah. uh, and we just talk about things that, that jump across our minds. We talk yeah. about things all the time, uh, but sometimes we have one we think we ought to talk about with you guys. Um, this is uh, this week what we're talking about. By the way, I'm Todd Brown and this is Rick Coop. Yep. Um, and what we're talking about this week um, is. Uh, I think a, a fairly well misunderstood uh, idea uh, oh, yeah, from a I'd religious agree. perspective, yeah. uh, and that's the idea of Satan, the devil, Lucifer, uh, Beelzebub, mm-hmm. uh, Bilal, uh, all these different names uh, that we get for yeah. this um, being. Uh, I, I, I agree. I think the misconception is not only in Christianity, though, it's throughout um Secular, we want to put that way. Yeah. Society, um, there's this concept of who he is, what he looks like, and we're going to get into some of that today. Yeah, talk about it. So, when someone says Satan, or somebody says the devil, yeah, um, what do you think people think of immediately? Well, if you grew up in our day and age, I can't remember the little character's name, the cartoon character. Mm-hmm. The little red, kind of, supposed to be kind of a young kid. What was it? Was it Little Devil or... I can't remember. Yeah. All red, pitchfork, mm-hmm. you know, tail with a little spike or something on the mm-hmm. end of it. Um, horns. <clears throat> so... But whether you think of him um, like that or you think of him like the movie version where then um, there's many different portrayals of what the, devil the video looks game like. version where he's just a yeah. giant muscle bound creature yeah. with horns and yeah yeah in in hell um, you know tormenting and chaining people and pulling change and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that engulfed in fire. I think that's probably a fairly decent description of what most people think of yeah. when they think of Satan or yeah. And we did blah, a blah, blah, we blah. did a whole conversation. If you if you want to go check that out, we did a whole yeah. conversation on hell. Yeah, just yeah. what that is and um, what part of it's real and what part of it's not. And it's kind of right. where we're at with Satan is what part of it's real and yeah. what part of it's yeah. not. And um, I guess we don't get to decide, right? Right. And you kind of got to be careful with it. I will say um, that there's this this idea that uh, discussing him, bringing him up, is inviting him into your world. I don't believe in that much more than I believe in um, uh, carrying a rabbit's foot or not stepping on a crack. I kind of feel like my faith says Jesus has me covered and I'm good. Remember that movie... um, what was, if you say his name three times, Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton, yeah, yeah Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Uh, a lot of people have that concept that you know, if you if you talk about Satan, and then boom, you know. Um, I there's two things for me in that. Number one, um, we Christians believe we are covered uh, in the blood of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And there's a protection in that. Now, that also can take you down a whole uh, other uh, road if you think that you're going to be the one to just come up against Satan and you're tough. And (laughs) you better rethink it a little bit. Yeah. uh, Because it's not you. We talked about this scripture too, um, where um, there's this demon that says, you know, I, I, I know. You know Paul, and but who are you? Yeah, I know yeah. Paul and Jesus. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but who but are you? Who, and then yeah. proceeds to kick their behind. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so, so you have to be careful. I mean, there is some caution, um, but not in discussing. Yeah, I don't think we have yeah. to so worry about that. When we talk about when we talk about Satan, then I guess that brings this up. I think one of the reasons why. You need to be cautious why you need to recognize what you're dealing with when you're dealing with Satan Mm -hmm. is 
So who is Satan? Well, Satan is is ancient. Is is ancient. Satan yes. has been around since the earliest stories of man. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story of Adam and Eve speaks of a serpent. Um, it doesn't call him Satan at that point, mm-hmm. but it speaks of a serpent who, um, who comes to confuse the word of God with them. Mm-hmm. Comes and says, "Right, uh, that's perfectly good food. Why, why aren't you eating it? Well, we were told not to eat that, or we die. Well, you surely mm-hmm. you won't die. Right. Um, he just doesn't want you to have it because you'll be as, as powerful as him once you do that. And um, so." We don't know. There's like this sense, being this side of Jesus, mm-hmm. you know that that's Satan. There's some part of you that knows mm-hmm. that that's Satan, um, based on the character of that creature. But um, you don't really know that until later. Um, yeah, we're yeah, told yeah. in the New Testament. Right. Um, we're told that um, in the Revelation. Uh, in the Revelation of John, Todd has that somewhere. In the, the Revelation, twelve ten. Yeah, in Revelation. Of, well, go ahead, hit me. I don't have the scripture written down. I just know that in twelve ten, the, the scripture calls him the serpent. Right. Um, in Revelation, it, it refers to the dragon, yeah. um, who is the serpent. Right. Um, who uh, then we make that connection. Paul refers to. Yeah. Um, uh, Actually, I do have it. Okay, hit me. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to start with verse 7. Uh, then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle, and he yep. and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent, called the devil, or Satan. So there's the title. By golly, that lays yeah. it all. Right. Uh, the one deceiving the whole world was thrown down to earth with all his angels. And then I heard a loud voice uh, shouting across heaven. I, I won't. I, I want to yeah, read that. that I want to read connection. that either. But there's the that's connection, the connection, right? And and so for me, when we talk about um, doing battle with Satan, mm-hmm. uh, putting Satan in his place, all this different stuff. When, when when Christians start talking about that, I think they have to recognize. Look, buddy. Um, you might have even been around 90 years. Right, right. But you haven't been around since the creation of man. Yeah. And there's much conjecture about when the angels came to be and mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, so we have the battle over heaven, the battle in heaven. We have that moment. Um, there's much conjecture about when these things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you aren't you aren't prepared for that, and neither is no, that your battle. Right? No. It, you need to understand that it's not your authority mm-hmm. that you're coming up against this guy with. Right. It would be. I don't want to use names of countries because I don't really want to uh, bother or offend anybody. But it would be like a small country going up against a very large country mm-hmm. and saying, you know, we're going to whoop up on you just because we don't like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then a, a teenager. Yeah. A teenage boy who thinks he's all that in a bag of chips going right. up against his 35-year-old uncle because he thinks right. he's right. better than him. Um, and his you're 35 not prepared. Year old, yeah, you, you, you don't realize the yeah. level to which your uncle will cheat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that's good. I like that. <laughs> you, you, might be, you, might be fa- you might be faster and you might yeah. be younger, but... yeah. And yeah. the reason why I didn't say your 90-year-old uncle is because you might be able to whoop your 90-year-old uncle right. as a teenager, but um, not in maturity and understanding. So anyway, right. we have to be careful. when We, we need to, there is a point um, when uh, Joel, the, the or excuse me, uh, Joel, why am I getting Joel and Jude mixed up? When um, in the book of, and this is a moment for me when I went, there are other books. Um, there is the in the book of Jude, and yeah, mm-hmm. where uh, Jude says something about doing battle with Satan, 
but to be careful because even the archangel Michael didn't mm-hmm. curse Satan when he was battling with him over the body of Moses. Mm-hmm. And I went, body of Moses? What? Yeah, Why yeah, are we yeah, talking about? Yeah. And, and, but it, that's referring to apocryphal books and, and Hebrew myth. But um, my, the point is, if even, if, if even Michael walks yeah. around that gently, you need to yeah. recognize what you're up against. So we've given him a lot of cred for power, what were you saying? Well, the, I, I went through the different names that the Bible uses. Um, there's like nearly 20 yeah. different names that the Bible uses. And what I found is that this, this may be going back to what you were talking about with the um, Angel Michael. Most of the terms used for Satan are more descriptive than actual actual names. Yes, it's um, it's it's a um, it's a behavior almost, right? Or a a personality yeah. more than a person so I, much. I mean, it, 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 uh, one term is the evil one. Um, that should be enough to cause you to your eyes to you know perk up. Uh, the roaring lion, lion. He's also called the day star. Uh, that's in Isaiah fourteen twelve. He's called the ruler of this world, the god of this age, the tempter, the dragon, the accuser of the brothers, the serpent, the father of lies, a murderer. Um, Jesus describes him as a murderer in John 44. The prince of the power of the air, Beelzebub, the prince of demons. Um, and I wasn't, I, I didn't catch this, but uh, Beelzebub can also be called uh, or translated to Lord of Flies, Lord Mm -hmm. of Dung, or Lord of Filth. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then there's wickedness and worthless and lawless. But um, this guy's evil. I mean, he's he's bad news. And, And like you said, he's been around for a long, long time. And, and the scriptures say that, you know, um, e- even the demons know there's a God. Mm-hmm. They know, Satan knows the word. He, he tried to use it against Jesus. He's been Jesus. in the presence of, yeah. he's been in the presence of God. Right. Uh, and he knows, he knows how to use, to twist the word and use the word. Use just enough truth to make you want to try to buy into mm-hmm. it. And it's very crafty. And so there's, there's this thread that I went down through and by the way that for those of you who are playing the home game um, that scripture is Jude uh, 9 it says but the archangel Michael when he was disputing with the devil over the body of Moses did not dare to bring slanderous accusation against him but said the Lord rebuke you so right. that's that, that's that right. concept you know even Michael says uh, I, I ain't getting in this you, I, you can deal with Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting in this. Um, but go to Papa. Go to Papa. But there's just there's a lot of uh, mush. There's a lot of uncertainty in regards to Satan and a shift that occurred with him. If you look Old Testament wise, the devil, Satan, um, is is more like, and, and I love this description that I read of him, he's more like the prosecutor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the trial, the court trial against man. Um, and the Jesus, the defense attorney, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. God loves us, and Satan, or the devil, the, defi- the divider, the separator, right. Um, the the accuser, the advisor, uh, the adversary of man, all these names for him come early in the Old Testament where he's he's more like a prosecutor. And he's a prosecutor against man and a prosecutor against God. So uh, he doesn't do anything, but he provokes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam and Eve is the example. Mm-hmm. Um, the the example of Job. Uh, in the story of Job, we have, which is a weird one for me, we have God and 
Satan discussing carrying on this conversation you know, like they might discuss you and me mm-hmm. now how much of that is deduction from humans building this story or this myth mm-hmm. um, I don't know but I believe the story to be true uh, in, in as much as anything that tells the raw truth is mm-hmm. um, and in that story we have um, we have Satan saying um you know, get God bragging on on Job and and saying saying to Satan, uh, "Does Job fear God for nothing?" Satan replied, "Have you have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face." Mm-hmm. So again, this is that prosecutor saying, yeah, yeah. you like him. Yeah. You think this guy looks like he's a great businessman and he's a sweetheart, but I'm telling you he killed his wife. And if you if you could see what he does when he's pushed, mm-hmm. this then you'd know who this guy really is. It's, it's a presidential debate. You think he's really great, but uh, you put him under this pressure, I'll bet he'd break. Um, and that was his role up to a point. Yeah. Um, it's, and, 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 and we get to this place about partway through Chronicles where suddenly this accuser becomes someone who starts acting on you, mm-hmm. starts actively causing trouble. Right. Um, instead of being the one who's explaining why this or that is a problem, and trying to confuse and argue and divide, he starts actively doing things. Um, and what what I wonder, because we don't have a lot of Jewish mythology, we don't have a lot of the backstory stuff that maybe mm-hmm. they were dealing with. I, what I wonder from time to time is if the story in Revelation is where it went down. Oh, that's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like. Yeah. He was in the presence of God, mm-hmm. and he was there as. And, and and if we go back to historically speaking, who this guy is, um, if we look at uh, Ezekiel. So I got in an argument with somebody at one point, and I had to check myself. Okay. And maybe you have to check yourself. Uh, maybe you're going to tell me that I still need to go back and check myself again. <laughs> There's a story in Ezekiel and a story in Isaiah, and since I found Isaiah first, I'll go there. And Isaiah is speaking of, um, it says, he calls he calls king of Babylon, but I think later we find out that they began to refer to Babylon, and a lot of prophecy refers to Babylon when it's referring to the world as a whole, yeah. this great yeah. city, yeah. this yeah. great ruler uh, of cities. But if we go 14, uh, 12 through 15. Yeah. Yeah. It says how you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth. You you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will rise I will rise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit in throne on the mount of assembly and the utmost heights of sacred the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. Um, but you will. But you are brought down to the grave in the depths of the pit. So this starts out as speaking about the King of Babylon, and I and I would say to people, mm-hmm. well, that's Babylon. That's King of Babylon. But there's, there's too much connection right. to the Revelation story that comes later. There's also a place where the king of Babylon would never have been. Uh, and he would not have been in the throne room. He would not have been in the position that he was in. Um, so then there's the Ezekiel verse. Uh, Ezekiel 28. That's after Jeremiah Todd. Um, Ezekiel 28, 11 through 19. And I always said to people, that's the king of Tyre. And then um, more reading for me tells me this is no, this is 
this is both, um, and this is very specifically comparing or um, making note of Satan when talking to the king of Tyre about what his fate will be. Uh, Ezekiel 28:11-19. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, take up the lament concerning the king of Tyre and say to him, This is what the sovereign Lord says. You are the model of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of the God, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you, ruby, topaz, emerald, uh, chrysolite, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and beryl. Your, your settings and mountings were made of gold. On the day you were created, they were prepared. You were anointed as the guardian cherub for... Uh, for so I ordained you. You were, the, you were on the holy mount of God and walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in all your ways from the days you were created till wickedness was found in you. Um, through your widespread tr trade, you, filled, uh, you were filled with violence and sin. Uh, so I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God. And I expelled you, a guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Um, so this is clearly a description of somebody who was in mm -hmm. heaven, who was a cherub, who was the one of these uh, great powerful angels, and then was thrown down out. And it also tells you a little bit about maybe how Satan became who he was. Mm -hmm. You know, he... He was perfect. He was, uh, he was all that in a bag of chips, and he he knew that he was beautiful, and he he had all these things, and was in the presence of God, and clearly accusing others. Yeah, they're talking, God and he are talking about different ones, um, and and Satan is saying, yeah, but he's not yeah, all that. Wait, yeah, to pump himself up. Right. Okay, but you still love me more, right? Because he's not. All that, and then, um, then we fast forward to the Revelation, which tells us this story mm -hmm. of uh, of Satan coming to battle. Uh, and for me, well, what you've just described in all of those scriptures uh, answers three questions. Mm -hmm. Number one, what does Satan look like? Well, he's not the you know the no, it's not guy. some little boy with with right. horns and with a pointy tail, and a you know, or even a, a big boy with horns yeah. and a pointy tail. Um, he will come to you in a way. I had a, a friend of mine uh, who was a pastor, and he said, "When Satan comes to you, it's never in a way that you will recognize it at first. Mm -hmm. You know, he always comes to you in a way." that makes you want to <clears throat> automatically accept or believe or, you know, well, maybe this is a good thing, you know. So, first of all, does he look like the devil with the pitchfork and the, no. Secondly, there is talking, is Satan real? Is this, we talked about this with hell, is hell real? Is Satan real? Yes, and yes, he and is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is real. He, um, I, as much as these may be um, stories, I think they're stories with truth. <laughs> you know, um, I think they have historical value of what is going on and why things happen. And um, and the the last thing is, does this tell the story of? what we see going on in the world and I don't just mean the world today I mean throughout the world where the deceiver the accuser has come in and it's the same ploys that people human beings use uh, and it can help us to understand more of what the Lord's talking about when if you're living in the flesh and not in the spirit then because you live in the flesh you live in this 
this constant accusing, you know, I'm better. Um, gosh, I can't think of the word that I want to use. When you try to build yourself up over somebody, th- this jealousy mm-hmm. um, yep. for, you know, somebody else's status or who somebody else is or how somebody else might look. Um, He's wanting to fill you with his disease. It, there, you, Yes, thank you. What Great. he's going through. Yeah. Because for yeah. him, yeah. B- what we read of Satan and what we read of Lucifer, Satan, the devil, all the different names, of this character of evil, this, this fallen angel, what we read of him says someone who became more enamored with himself and his power mm-hmm. and didn't understand why he couldn't be the one who was put in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand that. And so he becomes disenchanted with it, becomes jealous of it, um, becomes um, not only the accuser of man, as he was, as we see in the, mm-hmm. in the Old Testament early, but also then becomes the accuser of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he becomes so disenfranchised with it that he becomes the accuser of God. I imagine a child, uh, and anybody who's had more than one child has the tattler. Um, you imagine the child who is the tattler who, disappointed enough over time with the fact that mom and dad aren't doing something mm-hmm. about the thing that they've clearly told them needs to be done, become disenfranchised with mom and dad as well mm-hmm. um, and become disconnected. Um, and this seems, from what I read, to yeah. be where we're at yeah. with Satan. It's it's the story that's being told by so many of the theologians and people that I read who have looked into this more deeply. Um, is this story that um, he's gone from being the accuser of man to being the accuser of God. Mm-hmm. And he's in that. He got himself thrown out. <laughs> Um, and got himself um, dropped down. Yeah. And now it's on. Um, and, and Jesus, I think, talks about that very thing in, in John eight forty four. He, he's talking to the Jews. Now, I think it's important for us to say that when he's talking to the Jews, he's not just talking to the Jews. He's talking to all of us. This, yeah. this all comes yeah. down through yeah. history. Yeah. But he says, you are, for you are a child of your father, the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He always hated the truth because there's no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent with his character, for he's a liar and the father of lies. What I see in that scripture is what we can so easily buy into. Um, And I think of things like social media right now. Mm -hmm. It is so easy to buy into something. People most of what people see on social media they don't check into to see what the story the backstory is on that if it kind of looks good if it kind of fits my my agenda then it must be true i was looking for one of those that fits yeah, right in the story right i'm trying there. to tell and and what's funny is there are some social media that out there and we all know this conversations you and i have will show up as commercials on some of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a friend of mine and I were talking about um, the, the whole Budweiser thing and just kind of talking about that. And on one of my social media pages, there was a commercial for um, some of the things that we had talked about. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, it, it's just a constant attack of wanting us to buy into the things that are the lies. And if you don't check into it, it's just another ploy. And I, I maybe I went down a little bit of a hole there. but No, I think that's an interesting way to think of it. We think of our phones, our echo devices in our house, our Mm -hmm. Google devices in our house are listening to us and then they introduce things that Mm God talked about to sell them to us. Mm -hmm. And if you think of from a spiritual perspective, Satan is no different. The demons 
are no different. They're they're a part of your life. They're they've been forever. And so, have you, have you ever read the Screw Tape Letters? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah. Screw Tape Letters being an old demon and a young demon. Yeah. And he's the, the old it, demon is trying to explain right. how they jack with people, um, and some of the ways that that happens are uh, include introducing them to religion mm-hmm. <laughs> because they want them to have or the demons want them to have a relationship with religion not a relationship with God right. um, and then to become pompous about their religion and not about God and mm-hmm. not to love on people and care for people and give grace and mercy mm-hmm. but to be but to do the opposite because of their religion as opposed mm-hmm. to their faith in God so yeah, yeah it's that whole thing of them knowing you're you're a number seven, Rick. You've just you're a number seven. Dude. Yeah. We've had we have like one through tens, and you're a seven, and we know what to do with a seven. We've dealt with sevens forever, mm-hmm. and this is how we deal with you. Um, you you keep talking about that. We've dealt with this forever. <laughs> if you look at it as far as sports, you and I both like different kinds of sports. Yep. He's got a playbook. Yeah. That's like this. Yeah. You know, it's it's thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of pages of, oh, okay, like you just said, oh, number seven, we, we can turn to that, and yep, okay, here's how we deal with that. It's the script that's read by, when you call for help on a helpline, right. and they start <laughs> flipping, yeah, okay, oh, well, that, that, okay, so if that helped you, then... You can hear them turning the pages or look, you know, yeah. typing on the screen. Well, then here's what our next step is. You know, yeah. well, he's his playbook and it's memorized. He doesn't have to flip to the screen yeah. or the pages. He just knows. He knows. Um, a turn of thought that, that came up in this study that is interesting to me is that Satan's goal you and me think that Satan's goal is that we will follow him like that he'll be our God Mm -hmm. when that's scripturally not even the case he doesn't care Care. a hoot about you he doesn't want you to follow him what he wants is for you to, to be out of relationship with God. He right. wants you to be in the same relationship with God that he is. He is not. He doesn't want you to worship doesn't him. doesn't care if you he follow wants you to, him. He just care. wants you to fail. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, he wants to do you harm. This is that spoiled child. I go back to the example of your, your, your tattler mm-hmm. um, who was, you know, the, the, your beautiful child who did everything right, they thought. And they did everything right, and so they constantly told you of the other children and what they were doing wrong, to the point where when you stopped correcting what those other people were doing wrong, then they be- then you became the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the position where, I, when I think of Satan and where he's at in relationship to these things, he has become that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, that kid don't care Mm-mm. whether the other kids follow him or not. Nope. He just wants chaos at this point. Yeah. He just, as far as he's concerned, the heck with all of you. If I can disrupt God's plan, if I can disrupt, I don't you. care what it costs you. I don't care if you follow me or not. I just want to disrupt God's plan. Yeah. When we when we go back and look at Job, and then we later hear from Jesus the same thing, but in a different light. When we, when we hear the story at the beginning of the story of Job, and if you haven't read it, quick synopsis, Job is an awesome, blessed guy who follows God with all his heart, and he's been super blessed. He's got all these kids. He's got mm-hmm. a nice house. He's got a great farm. He's got all this stuff, and God brags on him to Satan. Uh, and then Satan says, well, if you take all that stuff, then he wouldn't be on your yeah. side. Um, anyway, so they go down through this. When we, when, we see, when we see Satan in the story of Job, God says to Satan, where have you been today, mm-hmm. basically? Hey, what you been yeah. up to? Walking around. 
going back and forth. Walking back and forth across the earth. earth. And and he is watching the things that are going on. So later we hear Jesus, uh, we hear them speak of as the as the enemy roams like a lion yep. throughout the earth, looking for those he can devour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he, he's gone from observing <laughs> to looking for ways to just eat people, to well, just destroy them. And Jesus says to uh, Peter, Peter, be, be careful. Satan's wanting to sift you. Satan like, is sifting yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So what? <laughs> Watch out. Oh, no, here. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and interesting, we, if we do, if we look at that, we, these themes, these reoccurring themes are the only thing that you and me can can know for sure. Okay, so mm-hmm. we read our scripture, we glean from it what we can, mm-hmm. and there's a thousand different ways to interpret scripture depending on how you want to. But the same thing happens with Cain. Yep. Cain and Abel. Yeah. Um, Cain and Abel both make... They they bring a, a sacrifice to the Lord. They bring yeah. an offering to God, and and God just real thrilled with Abel's, and and Cain's is like okay, but then God tells Cain, hey hey, check yourself. Yeah, sin is crouching at your door. I see. Why are you so angry? I see what's up with you. Sin is crouching at your door. It's this idea that it's there. Yeah. It's it's yep. It's it wants to destroy you. Yep. Um, in this, in this way. There's um, there's a couple of things that I don't want to leave this discussion before we we talk about a couple of things mm-hmm. that I think is important. Um, and, and number one, uh, the first one of those is that um, we have to be aware. And we kind of talked about it that he's not going to come at us fair. It's not going to be a fair fight. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's no. not going to be, I can't believe this is happening. Well, there are things that happen in our worlds that, um, and it's because he's attacking, he's sifting, he's looking who he can devour, he's looking how he can devour us. Mm-hmm. And don't expect it to be a fair fight. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I want us to know is that we, through the grace, the love, the power of the Lord, can and do overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't a losing battle. This isn't where we just... Yeah, he's older a, than you. He's been yeah. around all the, We may have played... Yeah, we want to be careful about yeah, saying... We, we don't want to just say, sound throw, like up you can't our, win. Yeah, yeah. throw up our hands and go, why even try? Because we're not saying that. We're not saying that at all. They, that's why they call it the good news. Yeah. That that this is. I think it's the point that the people, when Jesus was walking the earth in his ministry, and trying to tell people, here's why I came. I didn't come here with an army to beat up on the Romans. Mm-hmm. I didn't come here with. You know, all these angels to get rid of the tax collectors and the drinkers yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. you know, the people. I didn't come here to do away with those nasty Samaritans that I know that you guys are. That's not why I'm here. Why I'm here is so that you can be an overcomer to overcome these things. Satan's trying to separate you from the love of God. He's trying. He can't. God's going to love you anyway. However, you can do the things to walk away if you listen. Yep. And what I'm here to tell you is that I'm here so you don't have to buy into that. Yeah. See, there's no reason to believe it. He's a liar. Don't believe him. Yep. He's a murderer. You don't have to die. He's an accuser. I'm here to say I'll be your, your defense attorney. Yep. I'll stand. You know, in, in front of the Lord, and say, "Wait a minute, Father, my blood covers this one." Mm-hmm. You know, they've they've accepted me. So the end of the story isn't that we lose. The end of the story is that for those who accept Christ, we win. Yeah. You know, 
Yes. I, I think about the, all those movies, you know, I, 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 you know, you think about Indiana Jones or you when they find the, the ark, you know, and they think, oh, we got this wonderful thing, you know, or all these movies where these people give their themselves over to Satan. And at the end of all the movies, what happens? Well, they end up dying, they get killed, you know, Satan turns on them, they're betrayed, blah, 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 blah. So if you try to follow him, it's like we said earlier, he doesn't care. He no, doesn't care about you. He's not looking for he's you to using, win, nor he, for him to win. Right. You're you're a pawn in his game against God. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean we lose. Right, 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 right. What, what we are in God's sight is so much more. And we have to, to trust God to be God and to allow God to do the things that he says he's going to do in our lives. And in that, we become overcomers. Yes. Uh, we win the battle. In the, the solution becomes the solution of Michael and Jude, which is such a tiny little scripture. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the solution becomes, uh, Lord, I'm an, I give this to you. It, 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 as long as you keep returning... As long as you keep returning mm -hmm. to Jesus and to that mission. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, I think the hard part for so many people when dealing with Satan and dealing with what Satan is going to tell them is he keeps presenting the world. He keeps presenting the thing yeah. that you don't have, that you wish you had. He keeps presenting how you win here. And we begin to believe that that's what we're, the goal is. Mm -hmm. He changes even what winning means. Mm -hmm. So if winning to you is he who dies with the most toys wins, or, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, if winning for you becomes a thing, or winning for you becomes something you gain, um, even if winning for you becomes gaining the love of another person, how could that be wrong? Mm -hmm. If winning for you becomes this thing and not the greater good of everything, then he's got you. Mm -hmm. I don't care how good it is. If winning for you becomes getting more people in your church than any other church, you lost. You lost. Absolutely. You lost scope of the yeah. problem. You yeah. lost where we're headed here. Um, if winning for you becomes telling as many people as you can that they um, that they are going to hell and that they suck and and how awful they are, yeah. you lost focus. Yep. And that is of Satan as much as anything is. Um, but if winning for you becomes the greater good of of your fellow man, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. If giving grace and mercy and love becomes your goal, then you can just always go back to focusing mm -hmm. on that. Yeah, but you're going to get screwed. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm okay with that. I, I want to say this to the folks who may be watching this. Mm -hmm who are going through crap, stuff, horrible mm -hmm. stuff, whatever mm -hmm. that might mm -hmm. be, emotionally, physically, mentally, don't you give up. Don't, don't buy into the lies that there's no hope and there's no way out because he is trying to, to eat you away in chunks at a time. Mm -hmm. And he can be relentless, and and his end goal is your demise, whatever that picture looks like. Yep. Your his end goal is your demise. However, and, and the pain's real. We, we both of us yep. understand that. We understand yep. that. Uh, and I don't care if it's because you feel like you've let God down. There, there. You might feel ashamed. You might. Um, be hurting because of that. You might be hurting because of, a, of another human being. But don't you give up. Don't stop believing that the, the end of this can be your victory. 
because it's already been purchased for you. Yeah. Um, and I want people to know that just because he is the liar and the accuser and things may look bad, um, there's more to this than you know or see. So don't don't give in. Yeah. Don't give in to it. Yes. Um, right. Like I said, we both know. We both know what the... We felt the deep pain yeah. uh, and been there and been the ones who have been on our face yeah. crying in the carpet, you know. Um, and so don't believe this accuser. Don't believe this liar. Don't believe this this one who wants to take everything from you. You're, he's simply using you as a pawn and you do not have to believe that. I can't say it strong enough. What you thing- can believe is that the grace, the, the truth of the Lord is there. Yes. I, I, I just felt like I needed to say Yeah, and, and as you say it, the only thing that goes through my head to add to that, the only thing to add to that is you can't do this by yourself. No, you cannot. Well, you I cannot. can be a Christian by myself. Honey, I love you, but you can't. No, you just can't. You can't. Sorry, you can't. Yeah. Jesus didn't do it by himself. No. Um, he didn't send his 12. Point. Yes. He didn't send yeah. his 12 by themselves. He no. didn't send the the 75 out by themselves. He this didn't. journey is made to be walked with somebody. And the reason for to me, the reason is you need to find a community of people that you can participate in this with because it is going to get funky. It's going to get mean. It's going to get it's going to get nasty, and you need to have yeah. other people that you can look at and go, okay, but I have this community of people, and we're going and loving on people together. We're going and doing together. Because otherwise, yes, you don't have all the things that the world has to offer right. you. And that becomes the problem, is you don't have the earthly things. Even in a marriage relationship, a best friend relationship, for heaven's sakes, a social media relationship, all of those things... Yeah fall apart but if you can be a part of something bigger than you that doesn't it doesn't fall apart yeah um and just be a part of a community of christ and yeah those are going to fail too i mean we, we do some pretty stupid stuff well i was going <laughs> to let folks in a little bit on in on our background yeah um you and i and i have known each other 30 years yep um but it wasn't until about six years well maybe maybe not quite that, maybe four years ago, that we decided we're going to start talking Mm -hmm. to each other and uh, be open with each other and share with each other. And we've been through some funky stuff together. Yep. You know, some some things that are... um, And said some pretty blunt things to each other. And said some pretty blunt things. Wake up! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But in that, we both know that we have somebody who we trust and love to uh, walk walk with us. Yeah. And I think that's the point that you were trying to make. Yeah, you just, you're not going to do this by yourself. Don't and, and if you're try. not, if you're not a part of something bigger than, I mean, having, th- that is a big part of it. We have somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. be blunt with. But another part of the, I guess what I'm driving at would be a part of something bigger than yourself is you might suck today and you might know you have something planned tomorrow yeah. you're gonna suck again and I, yeah. and I know I'm using these Christian words but they just want to be blunt <gasps> yeah but if you're involved in something bigger than you if you're feeding people if, yeah. if you're a part of a group that if someone has surgery or has cancer you're going and feed, bringing them food yeah. having loving on them and taking care of them if you're a part of a group where you're you're getting together and praying for each other and, and being spiritually involved and loving in each other. If you're going and clothing people, and then when tomorrow, when you think you suck, you could go, yeah, but mm-hmm. I'm a child of God, and I'm I'm feeding people. I'm loving on people. I know that Chuck got food from us yesterday, and I know that he needed that. And mm-hmm. you become a part of. There's something to latch onto. Yeah. In the midst of your addiction, or in the, the in the midst of your uh, going back as as a dog returns to its vomit, you keep going back to your your foolishness. Yeah. Um, as you do that, they, there's always that hope. There's a thing to pull back to. Otherwise, Satan's just going to be able to tell you you suck, and he's right because yep. you do. Uh, and you better have something else. 
there's a guy that both you and I both know who has terrible physical health issues going on constantly mm -hmm. in his life. But he's still out there doing something positive yeah. in, the, in, in his community, in the world. And he gets his strength through that. He feels like he's serving the Lord and he's meeting people and loving on people and meeting their needs. And this guy, I mean, he's had half of his body cut out, cut off. Um, yep. He's died three times and been brought back. He, his lungs are basically worthless to him. And yet he keeps going out there and doing things to help people. And, and I asked him, I said, man, you know, are you doing all right? And he said, yeah, I'm, I've had bad days, but I'm doing great because I'm doing things for other people. Yeah. And that, that's, I'm useful. I'm yeah, a part of something I'm bigger. I'm part than of me. something bigger. Yeah. Um, I want to, I don't know how, how you are. I feel like we've kind of. Yep. Yep, but I want to leave it with this. I want to leave something really positive here, and it's, it's in Revelation chapter 12. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has come at last. Salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night, and they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. The end's coming. Even if the body passes away, the spirit goes to be with the Lord. There is an end to all this, and it will be a victory. They did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Afraid to, to die. Afraid to lose Amen. it. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I think we meandered a whole lot, but this is a very, very big topic. Yeah. Um, and we uh, invite you to a conversation um, and not to a theological study, right? So, yeah. And we want to hear your thoughts on this, too. What You guys share your story, your thoughts. Maybe share how you've overcome. People... People read these things after you're, we're done, and people make comments, and other people read them. And it'd be nice to hear your story. Yep. Tell us what you think. Okay, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Bye.